Here we go. Let's do it. <clears throat> do you feel like Tone Loke when you say that? Let's do this. No, he doesn't say that. He does. He says, let's do it. He does. Okay. Yeah. And then the drum but, goes, boom, boom, boom. I can't beatbox. What are you talking about? Of course you can. You just did. In fact, I was checking this website to make sure Tone Loke wasn't raising his hand. <laughs> was that Tone Loke? Did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah. About, about your favorite Trog song? Yeah. Feel free to bust out your Tone Loke at any point during the show. And if you got a young MC, I'd like to hear that too. All right, here we go. Hey everyone ever, and welcome to 20th Century Pop, the show where we try to understand the present while living in the past. My name is Tim Blevins. And I am Bob Canning. And I guess we're talking about snacks today, Tim. Ah, we got right into it. Imagine if we got right into it and then got right back out of it. But yeah, I, I guess we are. You don't want to do anything um, before that? Any? You want to just do jump we, right in? You don't want to have a, maybe a 38-minute conversation before the show begins? I think we've handled that off off mic already. Off microphone. So I guess that's a dumb reference, actually, because the two people listening are going to be wondering, like, where's that 40 minutes? Where's that footage? It's not footage. It's audio. But you guess? So, yes. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Um, it's it's nice to have you on the show, Bob. It's nice to be on the show. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, good um, talking but yeah, to apparently, you. yeah, it was good talking to you. All right. Well, you can check us out at twentypodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show, and uh, that's it. Sure. Um, but you want to jump right into it? You said we're going to be talking about snacks. I, I do feel like it's good to get to the topic. I, I do feel like maybe we need to physically get to it, not just be at the topic, but right. snacks. <laughs> We're talking well, snacks I, on our pop culture I podcast. It, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago after we finished snacks. recording one of our last ones. You um, mentioned snacks. I did. I mentioned snacks because we've been talking about. Uh, As a topic, so you've mentioned snacks. Yes. Cause we've been talking about, you know, movies and books and TV shows and music mm-hmm. And uh, none of this can we eat. And uh, I thought, no. why don't we talk about something we ate in our youth, in our 20th century? I don't know why I thought of that, but it, it came into my head and I, I then vocalized it. And you agreed. I did. I did agree. <laughs> and at the time, I was very excited for some reason. Because I thought, yeah, it, like, for, probably because of the reason you just said. It's a topic we haven't done. You're right. We've done movies and TVs and book, but we haven't done uh, uh, food, I guess. We've never sat down and talked about Jack's cheese puffs or anything like that. So I was. I thought that'd be great. And then uh, today, in, in prepping to to record, only momentarily, and this is not a knock. It's going to sound like a knock, but it's not. That's um, fine. But there, there, there was a period, a brief period in, in getting ready, sitting down, thinking about recording where I, I was not into the idea. Um, only because I was like, what are we going to, 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 to do? How do you, I mean, I, I, you, I don't want to just be a show where we're like, do you remember this? Sure yeah. do. That was fun. I had a mascot. Sure did. And that's the episode. So there was a sensation of, well, the fucking snacks. Throw a swear in there, but how how are we going to talk about snacks? And interestingly enough, I still don't know how we're going to talk about snacks, but I was sort of curious and thinking about it to realize that 
snacks, food, treats, sweets, whatever, involve more senses than audio, you know, hearing and, and visual. Yeah. You know, this might involve taste or scent or, or I don't know if texture is a sense, but, you know, you, you understand. So that, that seemed interesting to me because when I think about my past, when I think about nostalgia, when I think about where, where I've been, yeah, it's all based on visuals and sounds, music and images, cartoon, music, comics. That's what it is. So, yeah, <laughs> snacks. Well, it's it's how do really, you want to handle this? Well, it's, no, it's it's good that that's how you um, speak of it, um, because it is. We talk about hearing a song and having that sense memory. We talk about seeing an episode that we haven't seen in a while or an image we haven't seen in a while and bringing it right back to our youth. the The snacks that I plan on talking about tonight are exactly that. It is something that will remind me of a moment in time or a season uh, of, of time from my childhood because that taste it, and even that that visual of that snack is a sense memory and it takes me right back to um, and sometimes it takes me back to a pop culture moment sometimes it takes me back just to a family moment um, but it it all takes you back I, I never describe things with those senses I never use taste. Or smell, unless I'm talking about farts, you know, to to really um, describe something. So in a way, I, I'm not, a, you know, a big food fan. I mean, I eat, I eat a fucking ton, and it shows. But I don't actually normally normally enjoy talking about food. I'm not someone who I don't blog about food. I don't watch cooking shows. It, yeah. it, that that doesn't necessarily stoke me. But but this, yeah, I'm curious. I guess because snacks are a big part of childhood. Snacks were something you got that you couldn't always pick yourself. So it was like, a, it was a treat. It was a gift. Why am I defining what snacks are? Jesus. Well, you're not defining what snacks are per se. You're defining uh, what our, um, our take, what, like why we're, t- why we're talking about snacks because, because this, this blog or this, uh, this podcast, we're a podcast. We're, we're a mostly podcast. podcast. We have show notes, but yeah, we're mostly a podcast. We're mostly, we're mostly, a, podcast. mostly a non-subscribed to <laughs> podcast. But we talk about we talk about our past. And we talk about um, moments in time. Well, and yes, we we've, we've said this four times. This we have. Time. We've said this four times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what um? What do you like to eat? <laughs> well, sure. The first. What an amazing topic! Uh, the, you know, when I the, the 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 one that came to mind first, I guess <laughs> when I was thinking when I, when I had the thought today, fuck, I got to talk about snacks with Bob for forty five minutes. Um, I better make this fascinating because it's election day while we're recording this. Um, the 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 one I was just thinking of the snack. Oh my god. <laughs> And I'm only saying that because in the show notes, if I was when I type up the show notes for this episode, this will be the segment that somehow the timestamp will be the reference of when we actually started talking about snacks. And it's minutes into an episode whose length can't be more than forty minutes because the topic that you came up that you 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 came up with for us to do today is about this food that we ate as a kid maybe you know not like a meal it's not like uh the the meal i cooked or easter dinner if you're religious it's like you know something in a little wrapper well we had got some just just so you know like my train of thought we had just finished our halloween string of episodes 
Sure. Um, and I was thinking we could do a Halloween candy episode. <laughs> But I knew that we weren't. That's the gonna... same thing, by the way. No, it but I knew that we weren't. The same going conversation to... would be happening. It's the same, but we've expanded it because it, we're beyond we've Halloween. Expanded now. it. Yeah. <laughs> we have gotten beyond Halloween. We are so far beyond. <laughs> we were in it. Okay. Yeah. So you were asking me what was my first snack? <laughs> yes, your first ever snack. Huh. I have to go back to freshly out of the womb. No, I, um, well, I've, I've got a little list here of some <laughs> snacks <laughs> that mean something apparently to me, I guess. I don't know if they really do, but for the sake of doing a podcast, I got a few little snackaroos I could mention. Sure. You want me to go first? <laughs> Talking about fucking snacks? Yeah, go first. All right. Well, from your list. Something I was thinking about. Something that falls into the category of, I think, the taste and, and also really a texture of, 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 a, of a snack is, uh, <laughs> man, here we go. Uh, Tops trading gum, trading card gum. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? You would get like a... By the way, I know I started the show by saying I don't want to do anything where it's like, do you remember this? But I, I just... <laughs> Made that request of you to wonder if you remember <laughs> cards, <laughs> trading cards wrapped up in a little pack. Do you remember that, or did something block it out of you because it was tragic? Ah, oh, Tops. Tops is a Tops is a company <laughs> that produced trading cards, baseball cards. They didn't make good uh, gum collect- though. Well. But it was part of the pack. And right. Thing. Like, I, I got Star Wars trading cards as a kid. Well, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, we didn't have Star Wars, but we, we collected those. And yeah. Howard the Duck, I remember collecting, and probably other ones. And you would get these, like, wax packets. You know, you open them up, and inside you get your cards. But the thing that hit me when I would open the packs, the first thing you catch would be, like, that scent of this, yeah, kind of bland cardboard-like, you know, like almost like a tongue depressor, thin strip of pink gum. And it had like yeah. weird little white splotches on top of it. It looked very pale. It just sat on top of these ink-printed was, cards. It was solid. It was, if yeah. you were to, you don't bend it, it breaks. <laughs> no, this is like a fragile th- snack. Well, no, I, you think of a stick of gum, you can bend it. You remember those commercials where they show, you know, the, the, uh, the, the double mint gum going into somebody's mouth and it would bend into their mouth. These didn't bend. These would break. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened. That is how the gum worked. Um, but I, these were juicy wasn't fruit. Good. No, these are not juicy fruit. <laughs> Nor Wrigley's. <laughs> Nor Hubba Bubba. Hubba Bubba. Or <laughs> But this gum, I guess why I'm mentioning it, it's it, the whole pack smelled like the gum. <laughs> the cards kind of smelled like the gum. There was just a sheen to it. It was, it was the most disposable thing. I mean, trading cards. I don't know if they're disposable, but at a time where you couldn't just go online and and pull up pictures, you know, you you weren't searching for cool shots of characters. Trading cards for me might be a chance to see Boba Fett, the scene he walked, see Jabba the Hutt, and have a little still. But it was all put together with um, 
with this gum with because that and i would open it up and that would be i would throw it right in my mouth because what else are you going to do with it you're right it's falling apart yeah and i would chew it not because i enjoyed it not because it was a snack but because it was part of because it was there it, well because it was part of you know this it was part of the deck of cards it was part of the collecting i think you know the, I, i'm mentioning this because like collecting those trading cards was sort of my introduction to this collecting mentality that i have now with action figures comics and dvds yeah and i don't associate food with that i never ate doing that you know plenty of foods come to mind for like tvs and cartoons we'll probably talk about that in a bit but something about these trading cards and this gum i mean that's the only reason i was chewing it was it was part of this pack but that excitement of opening it and, you know, what are the nine cards shuffling through? It's such a brief thing. It's such a quick thing. But as a kid, it was huge because, you know, buying a pack of cards was all of my money, perhaps. Yeah. You know, not, you know, because you're not making money as a child. Child, It's just, it's weird to have a, a memory tied into that taste, but more so that scent. Like, I really just remember that stick of gum scent. And it's part of these little thin cards now and they you know they they hold on to the set you can catch it you can get a whiff of it and it does a sense memory and i don't know it just when again i know we started talking about how are we going to talk about this that's sort of the key is that this this gum this snack food out of you know it wasn't the regular thing of a meal it wasn't something you went in your cabinet and pulled out and it wasn't something you would ever ask for or like it was tied into this deck of trading cards and it, it is so grinded into my head. Like, I, the, I can't think of the last time I had any of that gum. Well, that was going to be my next question. Like, have you had this sense memory recently? Like, is there any smell that reminds you of it? Oh, sure. Trading cards. Like, I'll look at yeah, some okay. of my old trading cards. They still have that scent. And it is. It's the scent of this gum. And so that that does trigger something. I mean, that... The scent then puts me, especially with like Star Wars cards, when I think about Return of the Jedi cards, the scent of those cards puts me back in this tent in our backyard when we were kids. One summer we set up a tent in the backyard, and myself, my brother, and his friend Jimmy Mello all were collecting these Return of the Jedi cards all summer. And so that whole visual of where we were, I guess the heat of being in this tent in the summer, but just the scent of the gum. Yeah, that's it's weird. It's a definite memory that's aided by taste which never happens for me there are very few memories of mine that have that memory of taste and and yeah it's not a good snack it's not something i would pursue but it's a great it, it takes me back i don't and you know it right you seem to know what i'm talking oh yeah about i mean cum. i didn't collect uh those those cards i collected garbage pail kids mm-hmm. and they, they also gum? they also came with gum um so i'm i'm there and my brother he collected wrestling cards and so um, the gum was, was a big part of our, our youth. Um, and we would generally, I remember these were things that we would go, and I'm not exactly sure how old we were. We were like 12, maybe 10, 11, 12. Um, these were trips that we would make ourselves to the store that sold these. You know, we would ride our bikes there and we would have our own money and we would make our own purchase. Um, so it, it seemed like, a grown-up kind of thing that we were doing because we were purchasing something all on our own, no other adults around, picking out whatever it was we wanted to pick out. Um, so yeah, we definitely, uh, you know, you'd chew the gum. You probably w- would chew the gum in the store as you opened up, you know, right after you opened up the pack, you would be chewing the gum while you looked at what you got, <clears throat> and then you would spit the gum out because it's lost its flavor by the time you're actually ready to leave the store. That was my first 
taste of of being independent and <clears throat> not having someone decide for me what I'm going to be getting, what I'm going to spend with my money or what I'm going to buy with my money. Um, I got there on my own. And once I got there, I decided what I wanted. Yeah. It was a good summer. So what do you, what do you got on your list for snacks then? <laughs> and nothing from childhood or anything from that era? Um, well, this is, this is a childhood era snack of mine. Um, and we had talked about like possibly talking about snacks that, that, uh, <laughs> We're only from our youth that we no longer Might keep eat. a snack count to see how many yeah, times we, we, we say We should do snack. that, a little ding. Um, and we, we yeah, so we had talked about possibly just having something that we no longer eat. Uh, but this is something I still eat, and this is something millions upon millions of people eat, but I, I have to talk about it because it was my candy of choice growing up and, and still is today, and that's M&M's. Yeah, no, that's that's what you're kind of known for. I feel like in a way, that's your thing. That's you my, had an M and M dispenser in school. People that's what get I'm you M and M packets. I don't think I'm known for that by anyone but you, since we've lived together and you've seen my my M M&M and M guy, as he is referred to, the M M&M and M guy. Um, is it not something that one of those things that's just tagged to you? Like, yeah, I don't you know, think it's like so. M and M's an easy go to. Don't you always get a bag of M and M's for Christmas I and for your birthday? I, that's true. I think my family understands it. I don't think that there is anyone that I work with or anyone else that I went to college with besides you that would say, oh, M&M's. Well, I wonder if uh, Bob Canning's around. That's just <laughs> That's you. All spot on impression. Thank you very much. Um, really? I, I just feel like that was – and it just brings up that thing, though, too, I guess. Like, you do get – them as gifts though right like that is something your parents get always get you a bag of m&ms there is a do you picture... really like them that much or did that just become the go-to thing like oh now it's I like, how them. do you say no you do yeah still i mean i don't know maybe it was pushed upon me but i don't i don't have a a memory of not <clears throat> loving m&ms and i still mm-hmm. love m&ms i mean that's a that's a big candy i don't know why that's a big candy that people seem to really like it. it's a simple thing it's chocolate it's so frosting simple. sure that's right. not frosting but yeah um, and but the thing that I wanted to talk about in regards to M and M's is that like today, but well, you're talking about getting it as a gift. I would get it as a gift because sometimes that would be like all that would be the only M and M's I'd get for months at a time. Like now, it's like anytime I want M and M's, I can get M and M's. And when I was in college and living on my own, it's like I had an M M&M and M dispenser. That thing had to be full. People had to be able to enjoy M and M's, including myself. I'd have to walk past it and eat M and M's as a kid. They weren't that available to me. I mean, they were there, but we didn't buy candy all the time. And that's why M&M's became a gift for me because everyone knew I loved – everyone in my family knew I loved them. Um, And so they would get a giant bag and then I would eat them from December until, you know, the end of February if I could make it last. Yeah, I guess candy as a gift is something that's kind of lost its – it's pull because you're right. I can I can go to a store whenever I want because I'm an adult and grab these things. I guess there was something about being given that Snickers bar, those Reese's pieces, or in this case, those M and M's. That was yeah, yeah. Well, there was Halloween, like you said, that just passed. Yeah, that was all these candy and different kind of wrappers. But it's strange. It's strange that candy was a gift. You know, like don't eat too much candy, but here's your gift of it. It was a special thing. It was it was it was this thing that was poison for your teeth that you were told not to eat too much of, and yet on the holidays it was forced upon you. And in your case, it became your go-to. Like, yeah, give him that thing that's gonna rot his teeth. He loves it. And yeah, and uh, if there was a special, <clears throat> usually television event, 
whether it was a holiday cartoon special or a movie that was going to be showing, you know, on on NBC for the first time since it was in the theaters and we didn't see it in the theaters. If there was something that we were planning to see on television that was going to be for the whole family, we would get M&Ms. Or I would, excuse me, I would get M&Ms. My mom would basically take us to the store and we get to pick out our candy. I would always get the M&Ms. And traditionally, and I think a lot of people do this, I would divide up the colors um, at at this time, it was like my favorite color combination of a brown, yellow, green, orange, tan, or light brown. Um, so it was just those five colors. I can't wait till we get to lifesavers <laughs> to do those colors. Um, but it was before red came back. I know red was there for a while and then left. It was before red came back, and I I think blue is one of the colors now. There was no blue. But yeah, I mean, to, to this day, if I have M&M's... I feel like I'm wasting them. Like they should be for something special because that's what they were for when I was a kid. That's when I was but watching. Can you, does that happen again though? Do you get like, I hear what you're saying because that's the memory. The memory is that you got them in these special events, but right. If you have a, you can get a fucking bag of, you probably have a bag of M&Ms in the house right now. I, I mean, it's don't actually, you don't No. So my analogy or, or my story is broken. Well, th- that's not true. That's not true. My kids have, there are the minis. They've got their their uh, candy from Halloween. Those are that's still here, and there are M and M's in that bag. But I personally don't have a stash of M and M's. So outside of the nostalgia, though, is there a rush to eating M and M's? Do you feel something from the fucking M and M when you're eating it by having them in the house, or is it more just looking back on it? Yep, this is what I was. I, I think it's the nostalgia. I mean, it's it's chocolate candy. Chocolate tastes like chocolate. Um, but it didn't always. There was a time where this was the thing to go to. This meant that Raiders of Lost Ark was going to be on TV, or this meant that you just got back from the grocery store, or somebody was giving you a gift. Like what? It's still when the only did that candy. change? It's still the only candy I buy at, at the theater if I go and see a movie. And here's the thing with the M and M's. I have like these little food quirks with it, so I won't start eating the M and M's until the movie starts. So I don't eat them during the trailer. I only wait. Oh, so until just until starts. people are trying to listen. Exactly. That's when I'll start chewing those. But I don't chew M&M's. Um, I suck on M&M's. I don't know if that's how you eat them, but that's, that's how I eat That's not how anyone them. else eats them, but that's that's fine. They're not I, ice cubes. They're not I, thumbs. I, I let them melt in my mouth, not in my hands, so to speak. Are you, is that what they encourage you to do in the commercials? That's That's what I thought. I thought I was getting a lesson on how to eat M&M's. Oh, and that's stuck. But I'm yeah, but I'm not what, a chewer of M and M's. So, but it's not. You said I'm not, I'm I'm putting words into your mouth to try to figure something out. But I think you just said it's nostalgia. It your is love for M and M's. Yeah. It's almost like a routine. It has so when did that routine. shift happen? When did that change? Like you know, for me, the chops trading gum. You know, they just stopped doing it. <laughs> they stopped doing it, and then eventually they stopped buying cards. So that's only in the past. If I got a pack of cards today and I had that gum in it, I probably would chew it. But that, that got removed from me. But M&M's, they've been in your life this whole time. When did it make the switch to nostalgia? I don't know. It could be when I was able to have access to M&M's whenever I wanted. Because they're less special then. <clears throat> because There's they're less special. There's nothing particularly exactly. thrilling. <clears throat> and okay. so even though I had the M&M guy 
And I think in college, my mother kept me supplied. She would send care packages, and there was always bags of M&Ms in there. Now, wasn't that exciting, though, to get the care package with the M&Ms and in it, it? And it was. It was exciting. And so you move on from that. You become an adult. You are able to purchase M&Ms whenever you want. And it's less exciting. And so for me, the, the purchase and, and eating of M&Ms is sort of to trigger those memories of gifts from my mother and Halloween specials, you know, laying out on the <clears throat> on the floor of my living room, dividing the colors and eating them from uh, least amount of colors to most amount of colors. But just watch me because it's nostalgia. Yeah, like this. I'm something that's on my list here. Um, it was my favorite breakfast cereal growing up. Um, it's still my favorite breakfast cereal. It was the one meal I could make by myself as a child. Um, I fucking Captain Crunch Berries. Do you know that cereal? Captain Crunch Berries. The, the, the Captain yeah. Crunch, the squares, and then it's got the two different colored uh, balls, sugary balls. Um, it, it, that was my favorite cereal as a child. And I went through like Apple Jacks and then and then and, and, and Frosted Flakes, a different thing. Cookie Crisp. I loved Cookie Crisp. But but Captain Crunch Berries. I I don't know. I I just. But, I mean, cereal in general is something I still love. I mean, as a kid, I loved it because, like I said, it's something I could make myself. It was breakfast, so I could get up before anyone else and get it. And it was, you know, it was like the only meal we were allowed to kind of eat away from the table. So it was kind of like Saturday morning cartoons. It was like sitting in front of rented VCR tapes, you know, with this bowl of milk and cereal. But, you know, and Captain Crunch Berries, that's a painful cereal. That's a coarse, hard cuts, you know, jagged, cuts the top of your mouth kind of cereal. It hurts. And it still hurts when I eat it. But I don't know. Cereal is the most comforting thing in the world to me. Still, like a bowl of cereal. Like go, coming back from the store with a box of cereal, sitting down and pouring a bowl and putting some milk in it. And, and that's the thing. Like, I hate milk. <laughs> you know, I normally I'll drink oat milk. But, you know, if, whatever we have in the house, or you know, oat, soy, regular milk, I'll pour it on cereal and I'll mix it all together. And if it's crunch berries, it hurts so much, you know, especially now with my teeth and gums all being fucked up. But nothing comforts me more than a bowl of cereal. And sitting in front of something, reading something, however it is. Do you have cereal every day? And is it Crunchberry? I don't have it every day. I'll buy a box every now and then if I'm at the store. It's not something I think of. That, I, that has changed. It's not stocked for breakfast every day. I used to have it every day as a child. But I'll pick it up every now and then. Yeah. And I don't... I mean, sometimes it's a little bit of nostalgia. It's driven by, ooh, there's a Star Wars top in this box. I'll get this kind. But... But the, that itself is not just the nostalgia of it. I mean, I have that because I described it, you know, what it meant to eat cereal as a kid. But it's still this idea of this food is comforting to me. It, it's the same impact. I, that I can feel. And that's odd to me because it's gross. Cereal is kind of gross. <laughs> Captain Crunch is pretty gross and not good for you. And, and again, weird so tasting, but... But so fulfilling. Like, why is something like that fulfilling? Like, do you feel complete? Like, I know food is supposed to nourish us, nourish us, and build us. And none of this is going to because it's all unhealthy food. But I just I feel more content if I just ate a bowl of Captain Crunch. Do you were M and M's doing that for you or no? Um, I don't know if M and M's were doing that for me. But I mean, talking about cereal, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Cocoa Puffs was my brand, um, okay. and yeah, I would 
I would still, when I was have like if I was having a special something going on, or if I've been stressed out, um, I might pick up a box of Cocoa Puffs to have uh, for breakfast, for dinner, for a late night snack. Um, I think, I think because when we ate the cereal, when we when the cereal really became a part of our lives, we were kids protected by our family that you know we were watching saturday morning cartoons we were safe we were home and i think that that sense memory and that um that the smells and the tastes and the feeling of that is just good it feels good to remember that time in your life where you've got no other cares and as as stressed out as your parents might be in the other room doing the taxes or whatever, you're cool. You got nothing to worry about. Your homework's done. You're watching cartoons. But I don't think it's just that. I think I still have a, a real comfort from it. And I'm not next door to my parents doing their taxes anymore. But, but what I'm saying, don't you think that comfort comes from the memory of the safety of of that experience, the safety of your youth? I think it's there, but I mean, I feel like, you know, like again, the Topps trading gum, that taste would take me back. When I'm sitting there with a bowl of cereal, I'm not necessarily thinking of, you know, oh, Captain and the Games Master is on and I'm 15 and I got my cereal. Like I'm not, that's not hitting me. It is sincerely a, a, a calming thing to do. And I guess I do wonder is that just childhood or is there something you know, like, is that always something, you know, cause as a child it was comforting for the reasons in the moment. Is everything nostalgia, I guess is what I'm wondering. Is anything I like just cause I did as a kid and we don't like things as adults. Cause that's what it's sounding like. I'm only going to like the cereal now because I liked it as a kid versus I just fucking like it. Cereal is comforting. That's, <laughs> that could be. That could be, but I don't. I don't have a memory. I, I'm not going out and seeking new cereal. If I'm going to buy cereal and buying the three cereals that I ate as a kid, it's Cocoa Puffs, it's uh, Cocoa Pebbles, or it's Wheaties. Do you, oh Wheaties? I never had those. Do you let your kids eat sugary cereals? I I do because they don't eat breakfast, and I will do anything to get them to eat breakfast. And so, like, I would take them. There was a time where they there was nothing they liked. They didn't want scrambled eggs. They didn't want fried eggs. Um, they didn't want pancakes. They didn't want waffles. There was nothing they would eat. Um, so I, I would take them to the grocery store and I would say, look at all these pretty boxes. Look at all the colors. Look, there's chocolate. Look, there's rainbows. Pick something out. You need to eat something in the morning. I just wanted to get them into the habit of eating a breakfast. I didn't care what it was. And so, uh, yes. Did they? No. They did not get into cereals. They still don't really eat cereals. I, we've got one box of cereals. It's Lucky Charms. It's in the house. Ugh. And it's eaten. I don't like marshmallow maybe. cereals. You do or you don't? I do not. Yeah, I've, I've never liked marshmallow cereals. Um, they they And still, even though it's in the house, only one kid eats it and maybe once or twice during the week. Yeah, she'd prefer to have toast. Toast with butter. That's what she eats for breakfast. We should have her on our toast episode that's coming up, our special two-hour anniversary <laughs> celebration toast episode. Square toast? Mostly square toast. Uh, with is Cocoa crust. Puffs, well, with, I guess. Yeah. But is Cocoa Puffs on your list? Is that why you're bringing that up? Cocoa Puffs is not on my list. 
Oh, well, what's have a, next I didn't on have your a list? What's, on my list? So, okay, you didn't um, have the cereal. What's what's next there? I I wanted to jump ahead because we're talking about like our kid snack foods. That's um, funny because I wanted to wrap it up about this joke. <laughs> I'm going to jump to college. Because, oh, something from college, sure. Yeah, um, in college, again, talk about being independent. You're completely independent. I, you know, moved away from home. I'm in a big city for the first time in my life, um, and so. It was – I needed some comfort food. And yes, my mother would send some M&Ms, but they, they would – I'd eat those very quickly and I would share them so they wouldn't last very long. And so I had to find some local comfort food. And not, not that it turned out to be actually local, but we would uh, walk down to – just on the corner was um, – what was – oh, shit. What was the name of the store at the corner? The convenience store. The- I think I just called it the convenience store, corner convenience, maybe. It wasn't corner convenience. It, it was something else. But there was a and, – and, and somebody that's listening who went to college with us, please comment and tell us what the fuck this is called because I, I, I had the name like three days ago when I was thinking about this topic. Uh, but we'd go to the convenience store and it was just a convenience Save store. Save it for our Names of Places episode. <laughs> we should. Um, you know, that's where I would go and get my Pepsi. That's where I would go – to get little Debbie fudge rounds, which <laughs> fudge round is a which funny prior place. to this convenience store and prior to living in Boston, I did not know little Debbie fudge rounds existed. I was a more of a hostess guy um, in my youth. <laughs> Were you a hostess guy? I was. I was a ho ho and a hostess cupcake guy. I'm going to name some hostess things too: chocodiles, <laughs> King Dons. <laughs> So, but when I saw these, uh, these these soft cookie type things, cookie cakes. I'm not even sure because they're they're too soft to be cookies. They're they're not soft enough to be cake. So they're like these <laughs> cookie cakes that have a little frosting on top, kind of in a squirrely little uh, design. Uh, inside these two cookie cakes is like a soft, not frosting, not whipped. You know, it's not it's it's thicker than Cool Whip, but it was like this chocolate goo, basically. Um, it's not fudge. None of this is fudge, but it is chocolate. Um, and so I picked those up, and it turned out that I fucking loved it, and it it was what I needed in that freshman year of being uh, a little scared, a little alone, not knowing the city, not knowing people. I could buy six of these for a dollar. And then go back to my room, sit there alone, and eat six fudge rounds, wondering what I've done to move to Boston. Um, and so, so it's another comfort food. I mean, snacks are solely comfort food. They're not social. I don't think we've named anything that we really shared that we're hip with sharing. These are all things that bring us back to something. Yes. The fudge round, which you just described in atomic detail, <laughs> seems to be one of these things. Because it's tied into a horribly uh, the, the mind-scalding moment of life, moving to a new place, yeah. coming to college. What am I doing here, like you're saying? And this this fudge round, which I can't picture in my head. I wish I had some sort of a description to work off of. Um, this fudge round is is seems like key to that. So all like this is just eliciting... More comfort, <laughs> yeah. Not nourishment. No. That's the thing. Like none of this is nourishing. None no. of this is healthy. We're not no going to go jogging for us. 
no ants on a log for us. Um, but it's, all of this is crap food that was just to put us at ease. That's <laughs> what we think of when we first think of snacks. Do you still eat fudge rounds? I have not had a fudge round since leaving college. And oh, maybe you're comforted then. Maybe they did their they, thing. They did their job. Yeah, no, I eat fudge rounds freshman and sophomore year because we lived right around the corner from that uh, convenience store. Something Mart, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Tune in next week for Names of Places. And then, uh, then when we moved across town to the the dorms our, our junior year, um, I kind of think I stopped eating them around that time because the the marts nearby did not have them. And I felt more comfortable. I was very much at home in Boston by that time, and I didn't need the fudge around to make me feel better. But why is it an apple comforting? Why why aren't grapes or just uh, just some fresh air comforting? Why why is the sugary crap that honestly I'll still eat now, but it makes me feel so ill. Well, isn't there? You know, a, I, there's science behind all this, isn't it? Isn't it that sugary crap? Doesn't that send endorphins, you know, uh, off your brain and down your spine? And, and it does it? I don't know. I don't know. How, I mean, I know what's in the fudge round. I just don't know how it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's a. I think there is some science to it. I'm not going to get into that because I I don't know the details. But I think there's that aspect that you're going to feel better faster. You're going to have that immediate reaction chemically to a fudge round more than you would an apple, more than you but would. But do you have even a fond memory of a celery stick, applesauce, you know, just a nice memory, just a healthy little thing? I have. It's garbage. I have a Why little bit garbage? of a memory with, uh, with applesauce. My grandmother made homemade applesauce. Okay. I have memories there, but that's nostalgia. That's my grandmother's applesauce. Why is this garbage <laughs> What we're talking about? And this isn't to mock your choice. This is an honest question. Why is the garbage sweet so bad for you food that we're just going to hate ourselves, at least now? I don't know if I did back then. I hate myself for eating. I hate yeah. myself when I eat chocolate. I hate myself when if I eat I don't eat think I could bring myself to eat a fudge round today. Mm-hmm. I, I know how bad that is for me. But why? why, why was it? This saving grace thing. Why trash? <laughs> you know? Why is it always soda and sugar and candy? I really you know? I really think it's tied to the the stress of the moment or the joy of the moment and the mm-hmm. chemical reaction that we have eating those sweets. I think it's there there is that immediate response like you feel good eating ice cream you don't feel great you know chomping on a on the stuff i i I feel good eating ice cream you hate i I think i do but well i saying like i don't i i i get getting ice cream and i do it from time to time i don't think i like it i mean one of my favorite snacks as a child another or another since we're doing a snack episode we are and the thing that well i think we should i think we should work up to a snack episode chocodiles do you have you ever had a chocodile I don't think I have had a chocolate. Did you just fall off your microphone? What I'm that? so shocked. <laughs> well, I this it's is a like I recognize thing. the name chocodile. Yeah. But I don't recall what a chocodile is. Well, it's a hostess product. Hostess, okay. you know, known for well, actually, hostess most probably most known for making Twinkies. 
And to start off, I'll say I hate Hostess Twinkies. They're gross. Don't like Twinkies, Never but enjoyed I love Hohos. Well, they're those. That's fine. I, <laughs> I've read about dinosaurs. I don't know the alienist. I mean, I, what, what do you want? I don't. But yes, that's good. I'm glad that's the case. Um, <laughs> we don't have to talk about chocodiles. You want to talk King Dons, Ho Hos, <laughs> Snowballs? Give me some more chocodile info there, Timmy. Well, I, I just the, the, what a chocodile is or was because I don't know if they still make them. It was a Twinkie encased in chocolate. You know, Hostess donut chocolate, not a runny chocolate glaze or anything, but like a hard shell of chocolate. And it had this alligator mascot that might have been racist, um, kind of supporting it. Um, they came in just single packs or boxes of those single packs. And my grandmother, growing up, always had chocodiles in her pantry for when we came over. They were the treats we got. And I, again, loved them there. I would never eat one now. Right. I would never go near one now. I'm, I'm a little nauseous thinking about one. Now. Sure. And again, I hated Twinkies, but there was something. I mean, this is the one I get. I understand my obsession with chocodiles. It was a sweet at my grandmother's house that she was saying, here. It was an adult who was breaking the laws of sugar's bad for you. It's just for treats and saying, here you go. You want a chocodile? Here's two. And that's how I talk about snacks. Sorry, I'm really trying here. <laughs> no, that's that's exactly it. I'm giving it such effort. <laughs> I just can't. I just read my notes verbatim for chocodiles. <laughs> With the pauses and everything. But that's, I mean, that's why, that's why I think we got excited when we initially had this concept. Of talking initially about talking about snacks of our youth because they hold precious memories a lot of these do a lot of these just take you back to moments of time and people and you that's know, all nostalgia that's everything we talk about on this show right yes and why is that so bad because it's fattening because <laughs> <laughs> they just had a tooth extract <laughs> yeah this might be some nostalgia that's not good for us, I guess. It may not be yeah, good. Yeah, this isn't something we can go back about to. Candy. We can't have yeah. a, uh, um, a, a Well, binge. I do with cereal. I we do go back to cereal. We can't binge on crocodile, uh, chocodiles. They were called chocodiles. Yes. Crocodiles are the animals, like alligators. I don't think my kids are going to have... I, you know, I don't know. I don't think they're going to have anything like this, though. Um, is that you or is that them? Like, is it getting into, not getting into your house? Um, the way it got into your house? The setups might be different. I, I think, I think it's, here's the I think some of it gets into the house more than it did when I was a kid. Like the M&Ms, for instance, those were treats. And my kids seem to have treats all the time. And that's my fault, I guess. Um... But yeah, like there doesn't seem to be a time where they're not eating something sweet. And that's on me. And so maybe <laughs> maybe there'll be something that, that they stop eating and then we'll remember and they'll have this uh, nostalgia for, for our food. But um, there doesn't seem to be anything that I can see, but I'm not them. So I don't know. I, I doubt my mother thought, well, I'm sure Robert will be talking about M&Ms in 40 years. 
on a medium flat platform that doesn't yet exist. Something digital like the clock in my room. Um, did you have anything else on your list? Uh, I did. I had one more thing, a, a couple of things actually, just to. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but they're they're grouped together. Um, there just were some things that were very local that we grew up with. Um, like lo- Spanish for crazy. No, local with an L at the end. Mm, okay. Um, and th- there's one in particular, and I think I've shared them with you. I can't recall if you'll remember this, but uh, did I ever share uh, a candy with you that was called a turkey joint? <laughs> no. And it's laughable. It is a ridiculous name for a candy. But there was a candy company um, – Nora's Candy Shop or something like that in central New York that would make this candy. It came in a a jar, just like, you know, it looks like a spaghetti sauce jar. And they would be these long, silver, basically looking pieces of candy. Um, So the candy was a silver candy, and then inside is chocolate and nuts. And because of the nuts, the candy doesn't it isn't just a straight tube, so it kind of bends a little bit. I guess it looks like a bone, and maybe that's where they get their turkey joint name. I'm not sure. Uh, but it would only come out around the holidays, or at least that I was aware of. I would only see it at the holidays. And it was a very special thing. It wasn't cheap. Uh, it was very special. And so if if it was in the house and you got to have some, that was just amazing. And at first, when I was a kid, I did not like it. It was too crunchy. It stuck to my teeth, didn't like it at all. But it be it was something my family enjoyed. It was something lots of families in in the community enjoyed. And so every year around Thanksgiving, you'd see them again and you would try them again. And as I got older, I realized how good they were. And it just became this thing that every year you could not wait until the turkey joints were on sale again. And uh that is, I mean, that's nostalgia all over the place because it's it's the holiday season. It's a family tradition, and it's just a local to my community, my family. I mean, not just my family, just the central New York area. Um, and uh, I, I can't wait for you to put a link in the show notes to take people to the website that sells turkey joints that you can buy and have shipped across the country to wherever you are because they are so good. They are so delicious. Portions of 20th century pop were made possible by turkey joints. <laughs> Did you have anything like that? Was there anything that was just in your community? Like just a local bakery or something that, that just sold the best cookies or anything like that? No, although I wouldn't perceive it because I, I don't think so. Because we didn't have a bakery in our town, but uh, maybe nearby something. But I can't think of it. But no, I, I, what you're saying and how you're describing it brings up a difference in us or something about us that everything I experienced as a child was solely mine. It wasn't like, this is the town's this, this is the nation's this. Like I kind of shunned those things. You know, like if somebody says, this is Connecticut's official, uh, you know, grain. I I don't want that grain. (laughs) I couldn't, or whatever. So no, I don't think so. I, I don't, Maybe the, you know, the gum, the trading card gum, because I was sharing that experience with my brother and his friend, but no, these, these things were mine. So it's private to me, but th- it sounds like this, and I keep wanting to say turkey in a straw. What is it called? Turkey joints. Turkey joints. That was a family thing. It was definitely a family thing. And I think as I've gotten older, 
it's become uh, more communal because, um, you know, as a kid, you see it in your living room or, or your grandmother's dining room, um, and you don't know that other people in, in the city are having these. You don't know that other people in central New York are having these. Uh, but then as you get older and you see that they're for sale and you see other people buying them, and then now that I'm I'm you know older and I've moved away from central New York, and there are videos of people on YouTube sharing them with people for the first time. And it's, it's like, yes, people are sharing the Turkey joints. That's awesome. So, so it's like, as I've gotten older and, and further away from, from my early memories of, of this snack, um, it's become more and more special, I think, um, and more and more shared. So sum up that experience. Cause I guess if it, why did we just talk about snacks? We each have a different relationship with these memories of snacks. What you just said contradicts my view of pop culture. What you just said, the growth of it, the realizing that other people have this and they're sharing the videos and stuff, that to me is pop culture death. That kills it for me. That kills it for you. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this with actual uh, uh, media too, like the cult movement, like we did um, Monster Squad recently. It's a kind of a similar thing. Like that was just my movie as a kid, and then as as you get older and you move out into the world and you experience and meet other people that also saw that movie, and then you find that there are cults following that movie. Um, that grows and grows and grows. And f- yeah, for some people, you want to join that cult. For others, it's suddenly not as special to you when everybody else is enjoying it. Um, and I think it maybe depends on what the item is. Turkey joints. I love that. Everybody's enjoying it. Monster <laughs> squad. It's still good. I'm never going to join that cult. I'm never going to go and watch it in the theater with a bunch of people. I'll, I'll just keep watching it myself. Portions of today's 20th century pop were brought to you by previous episodes of 20th century pop. No, I think that's good. I mean, do do you have anything else you uh, you'd like to add about snacks here? I don't. I don't think so. Except that we did it. We talked we about snacks, it. and we talked. There was a little bit more to that, but yeah, we talked snacks. Way to go! I'm not going to go have any, but you know, we talked about it. And if you like that, if you like hearing people succeed in talking about snacks, or are curious to, if we talk about other things, um, check out 20podcast.com then. It's the website of this show, the show that's wrapping it up right now. Um, If if you go to the website, you can always find the most recent episode right there, uh, streaming, screaming, if you will, on the main page. You also find links to all of our past episodes. Um, If if you enjoy the show and you want to hear it every week, there are also links on uh, on the page to subscribe to us on iTunes, on on, uh, on 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 Google Play, on Stitcher, and other Android apps, so you can subscribe to us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Twenty Popcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Twenty Popcast as well. You can follow up what I'm saying with Bob saying something here. Yes, follow us. I am on Twitter as well at RH Canning. Um, interact with us. Comment. Uh, send us your tweets. Tag us and uh, get a conversation going. Let us know your favorite snacks and what Ooh, they and send mean us to links you. to other shows doing snack episodes. They're out there. I know. I don't want to hear them. I, I hate hearing people talk about food. I'm surprised we did this. Good job. 
Because honestly, it, it grosses me out to talk about food. I don't like it when people do that. And also, I get annoyed with people who are foodies, I guess is the term that oh, they yeah. use, where they just can't shut up about the food they ate, as if they discovered how to go to a restaurant and everyone else should follow. Oh, going to a restaurant. Ah, hate it. I like snacks, though, so thanks. Snacks are good. Thanks for that. Thanks, th- thanks for snack. No, thanks for that. Snacks are good. Teeth are bad. Snacks are good. This episode, eh, probably somewhere in the middle of, of those two extremes. Whew. I am sugar crashing. That's what I'm doing. Do you have any uh, references or analogies to snacks you want to make? Toot! Or are you just not... Ah. I was going to do the toot. Well, you did. I haven't done I, the toot I, I, in a while. But yeah, but you talked over the toot. No, I think I'm going to cut it at the toot. I was going to talk over that. Oh, good. I was then done you can talking. cut it at the toot. And you, can, you, you were saying something, but you can you can drop that out. I can do whatever I want. I'm editing this. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I want. Oh, except for this week, it's what you wanted. Snacks. You agreed to snacks. I did. I suggested snacks. You agreed yes. to snacks. No, you did. And that's and look what happened. We did an episode about snacks. I bet this is going to be the most popular snack. episode we've ever done. The snack one? Yeah, absolutely. You know what the most popular episode we've ever done is? Huey Lewis. Yeah, or was, last I checked. Oh, nice. That's odd, right? It is odd, because we weren't even yeah. really... I mean, maybe you were better at it, but I, I wasn't great as at, at uh, tagging and promoting as I am now, when I actually bring myself to do it. I mean, I can agree with you. <laughs> but anything else I say is going to sound crude. No, I... I um, sure. Do you think we? you're saying we've gotten better is what I heard you starting to say yes. in promotion? I don't know if this episode is proof of that. This episode... We've gotten better. I'm going to promote this episode of the Wazoo, which is a good name for a snack. Get yourself a Wazoo. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. I'm going to hit stop recording. Oh, Tim.